Hey everyone, this is Fully Charged, the Benjamin Franklin High School podcast. Hello listeners, welcome to Fully Charged, the podcast from Benjamin Franklin High School. I'm not your usual host, I usually produce this show. But today, we're going to have as our special guest, it's a farewell podcast, sadly. And we're going to have as our guest, Trinity Wright, Miss Wright, who usually hosts this podcast. She's been hosting it for the past year and... Uh, I'm going to turn this over to her and pretend as if she is the host, but really she's the guest. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Miss Wright, and this is my last episode of Fully Charged. Which is why I pulled her <laughs> to be on the other side of the table, as it were, because I want to give listeners a sense of uh, what she's done for the podcast. And of course, uh, wish her well and get some backstory about her life and where she's going so wow my whole life <laughs> yes your whole life in uh, 10 minutes okay so, perfect Can let's do. try and do that mm-hmm. thank you for being on the show i know you're tired uh, she's just come off the bus yes i just got back this morning from our senior trip to six flags there were about 50 kids or so who made the trek out to California and we had a great day at Six Flags and then the Santa Monica Pier Um, but I'm just a little bit tired (laughs) and in case you're wondering this is the 24th of May Wednesday the last week of school so one reason I wanted to have you on the show was to get a sense of what you're going to do yeah because I guess what you've done in at Benjamin Franklin is going to be part of what you do. So can you tell us about why are you going back to Hillsdale? All right. So I really love education. And I thought originally, you know, I'm going to be a teacher for a couple of years, and then I'm going to go do something different. But education has gotten into my bones. And I'm interested in that administrative side. I'm interested in maybe running my own school one day, uh, starting my own school, training teachers, building a curriculum. I love every aspect really of how a school operates. And so Hillsdale for the longest time did not have a graduate program, but they just launched one last year. And the professor who runs the graduate program actually called me two Februarys ago asking if I wanted to apply for last this past year. And I told him no, because I'd already committed to Ben Franklin for another year and I wasn't ready to leave. But I decided to look into the program further and I applied and I got in. And so I will be studying classical education. It's a two-year program and they have different tracks. One track for if you want to continue to be a teacher, one track for being an administrator, like a principal, and they have another track for if you want to actually start your own school. So I'm going to do that second track, the administrator track, because there's so much I don't know yet about how to actually run a school. But we'll see where that takes me. And I'm really excited because I love Hillsdale, as everyone knows. To expand on this metaphor, y'all, you're jumping the track. You're kind of leaving this track, going mm-hmm. into that track, and now you're in the middle of the lane. And um, yeah. and who knows? You may one day be starting your own school. Yes, yeah. Someday. 
that that would be a long long time from now but yeah i have that as as a goal and you're the second host who's left the show so i know we've lost christina before and now we're losing you yes you'll have to be very careful of who you have host yes. again because that might be their last year i know maybe there's something about this podcast that gives people wanderlust but yes. uh, maybe we need to get the host to sign a contract yeah seriously <laughs> Um, but let's get back with uh, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like you're doing what you love. Yes. But also, history is what you love. I mean, it I is. don't know whether education is more important than history or history is more important than education for you. Oh, my gosh. That is a really tough question. I, you know, when I think about it, history was my first love. I liked it ever since I was in third grade. We studied U.S. history in third grade, and I remember loving my textbook which is such a nerdy thing to admit i know but i always looked forward to history and it really became my focus when i was in high school when i took ap european history um and so i think i'll always love it i always like to learn the stories and i really like the history especially of ideas like philosophies But education has, I think, risen in my priorities. Um, I see it as a personal mission, but also something that's very important for our country to continue to build up. Um, I think everyone has the right to a good education, and I care very deeply about what that education looks like. So, yeah, I think education might be more important to me now. History, okay. <laughs> but it's interesting that history is, uh, from, from what you teach, from seeing, I've been in some of your classes, it's to a layperson, history is like looking backwards. Mm-hmm. But it seems like, uh, how do I put this? In a world that's racing forward and always looking towards the future and mm-hmm. sci-fi and all of that, all of a sudden we're seeing this sense of history becoming super important mm-hmm. going back into I think you were getting students to compare the two presidents from the past mm-hmm. then in a previous session I think you did something about comparing the 1619 project to the 1776 project yes, I mean you're right. going back hundreds of years so that's still relevant yes and absolutely. why is it so important yeah history really is our collective memory it helps us to know who we are, and if we move forward without looking back, we will not know who we are. We will lose that sense of identity. And when we lose our sense of identity, we no longer really understand what our mission or our purpose is. And of course, there's the other matter of making mistakes that we could have avoided if we had understood oh we've already done something like this before and it didn't work but that even to me is less important history is about knowing who you are as a people like as the american people for example or as western people because like i you our students we fall under that umbrella Mm -hmm. so we have our personal identity but we're also raised in a culture in a civilization and that 
gives us identity as well. So if we, yeah, if we keep moving forward without looking back, I foresee that people will feel like disconnected from each other, from reality, from meaning itself. And that is very harmful. I'm going to come back to that when we talk about FDR. But I want to first ask you about the podcast itself. Hmm. So let's switch gears here. Okay. Uh, since you've hosted, I think there were 15 episodes of this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I helped last year too. And you helped last year too, <laughs> exactly. So what did you like most about this podcast format? Hmm. Just an audio medium and not just video. Hmm. Yeah, I never thought I would ever do something like this. I really am such an introvert. I was what? I don't know if I want to be the host of a podcast, but I have really enjoyed it because I have liked the guests who've come on the show. Uh, the guests being my coworkers, <laughs> mostly people who I already talk to on a pretty regular basis. But a lot of the time uh, when I'm talking to them at school, we're just talking about school, you know, our students, our curriculum. But we don't have as much time to talk about bigger ideas. Big issues. And that's really what I've enjoyed is just getting to know them better on a more personal basis. And then being able to show the students who listen that their teachers actually care and know about a lot of other things than just what they teach in the classroom. Interesting, because recently you've you've done some big issue podcasts, like there was one, the last one was on foreign languages and about Mm -hmm. brain development. Then there was one about AI, huge topics, especially relevant uh, as we are talking about going forward Mm -hmm. and looking back. Any memorable guests or moments, even funny things or things that went wrong that happened? Hmm. I don't know if anything ever went wrong exactly, which brings me a lot of peace, but I think one of my favorite podcasts that I recorded was with Mrs. Chasteen and Bo Smith. Bo had been wanting to be a guest for so long, and he is a very memorable student. I always like talking to him, and so to have both of them on there talking about the beauty of mathematics, which is not something that I really understood at the time and in some ways even now. Uh, but to talk to them about that was really special. So He was so animated. I think we should play <laughs> a clip. So, uh, one problem that we've done is like finding the amount of people that are going into a parking lot and finding how many people are leaving a parking lot and finding how many parking spaces you need, how many people you can let in, how many people like like what you need to charge Mm -hmm. and it just you can almost solve anything with math it's it's crazy (laughs) it's like anything you can find so excited like you think he was talking about some sports or something like that yes yeah Bo is often animated about many things so it was great to have evidence of that in the podcast world and uh, to get back to your the topic and connected to the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, one of the topics in one of your classes was on FDR mm-hmm. and the New Deal. And I was just looking at, at that uh, your lesson plan and I just I thought, hey, I remember something about FDR. And he was a guy who was very importantly known to be a radio person. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, here we are on a podcast. And I used to say 
FDR was almost like the earliest government podcaster because he sat in front of a mic and he talked about it. Can you just give us a, a thumbnail of what he did and why he yeah, did that? Yeah, absolutely. So in the midst of the Great Depression, FDR became president and one of his critiques of the previous president is that Herbert Hoover did not really connect with the people. He didn't make them feel like the government actually cared about them. And so they felt that the government was cold and unfeeling and that they were just left to deal with the horrors of the Great Depression. You know, severe poverty, you know, a lack of food, people are being kicked out of their homes, they're living in these uh, shanty towns, as it were. But then FDR, who himself actually came from great wealth, a powerful family, received an amazing Ivy League education, he was able to connect to the people in a very unique way through something called the Fireside Chats, where he went on the radio, and no president had really done that before, but he went on the radio and he spoke to the people about how we even arrived at this situation, why the Great Depression was happening. Um, he explained his policies. He explained States. how banks worked and like what had happened. My friends, I want to talk for a few minutes with the people of the United States about banking. To talk with the comparatively few who understand the mechanics of banking, but more particularly with the overwhelming majority of you who use banks for the making of deposits and the drawing of checks. Uh, and so he is explaining, he's teaching, and also showing the people, I hear you, I know what your concerns are, and so like I'm with you, I'm almost in your home with you through the radio that you're listening to on your fireplace hearth. So that is what allowed him to be elected four times <laughs> because the I can't people... believe he was elected four times. <laughs> yes. I mean, he must have been an old president, right? He, he was an older president, yes, but not our oldest president in terms of the ones that we've had overall. Yeah, he was absolutely beloved by the people because he was able to show them that he cared and that he understood them. So a president and a mic, that's yes. interesting, microphone. It's very scratchy, the recordings, you know, it's archived, it's mm -hmm. it's uh, wonderful. The language is very um, highfalutin and all of <laughs> <Yes>. that. But <laughs> he did connect with the people, as you said. Yeah, and it's interesting that after FDR, you have, you start to see that the presidents who are most successful are those who are able to connect to the people on a media platform. JFK was very successful because he was a master of television, very charming. And then Ronald Reagan, again, was able to be a TV president even to a greater extent than JFK. Didn't they call him the great communicator? They, they did indeed call him the great communicator. Um, and then, you know, by contrast, Richard Nixon, he failed as a president because he couldn't connect to the people via media. I mean, there was a lot of other reasons, uh, but that was one of the things that he just came off as awkward and aggressive. And people didn't like it. President Obama, again, good example of someone who 
used the media to his benefit. So it's interesting. So kind of alluding to is uh, communications and media are not only part of history, but they are part of connecting with your audience, which mm-hmm. hopefully we're trying to do with our audience, which yes. is about a <laughs> 1,200 students and uh, families and mm-hmm. potential families, right? Yeah, so if anyone's uh, listening and planning to be president, uh, here's your cue. Take up a microphone and <laughs> get ready. Yes, absolutely. Um, no, I'm just kidding, but anyway, <laughs> um, speaking of uh, audio, mm-hmm. uh, I noticed that you also said somewhere that you like vinyl records, Oh, right? yes, I do. Are you a collector? I Yes, my collection is small i don't have that many i probably have like 20 albums on vinyl but my parents have been generous enough to get me a really nice turntable and you know speaker setup in my room and yeah i just i love it wow we need a picture of that <laughs> uh, we can yeah put it i together. could take a picture yeah. for you uh what's your favorite album my favorite album of all time forever is Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits. (laughs) At this point, my jaw dropped. Are you a fan? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know I have a turntable, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I sometimes bring it to class. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is... Of course, how could I resist? I had to record some part of Simon and Garfunkel and play it at the end of this podcast because... Hey, this is her kind of music. Maybe this is part of the soundtrack of her departure. That album is one of my mom's favorite albums. And so I have really vivid memories as a kid playing with my toys, but listening to Simon and Garfunkel's greatest hits in the background on the, on the turntable. So I love that one. Wow. Nice way to end. Uh, <laughs> not just a fireside chat, but some vinyl music. Mm-hmm. I think we'd better bring this to a close. I mean, it's one of the wow. longest podcasts, but hey, we got to say farewell to our hosts. So thank you very much for coming back to be the guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be looking out for a new host because I don't want to be a host of this podcast because I have Radio 201. And that's a fun podcast too, but I love producing this. I seriously love the mixing, the editing and all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I'm a radio nerd myself. So, <laughs> Well, thank- I really appreciate it. You know, this has been a, a unique opportunity for me. It's really helped me grow as a person. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate it. So thank you. Okay. We hope that uh, we'll have uh, one more listener in uh, Michigan, is it? Yes. <laughs> to this podcast to add to our listener base. So thank you, Ms. Wright, for being the host of Fully Charged. We wish you the best on your endeavors. We hope to see you soon. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on another edition of Fully Charged, the podcast from Benjamin Franklin High School. This is Angelo Fernando signing off. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Fully Charged. You can find more of these podcasts on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
la 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 la